relationships, enjoying rich conversations, and I want to enrich your life. So welcome back to The Rich Couch. Thank you for joining me. I wanted to talk about something very near and dear to my heart, and um, it is the area of faith and mental health. And I won't go too long into this, but I do want to share just some thoughts that I've been having about um, faith and mental health in the last year. So, and I was really, um, really just blessed to be a part of a discussion um, myself and your girl. I have to have her on the Rich Couch, guys. Y'all got to meet my girl, Anastasia Brokus of AB Counseling. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist. Um, since I'm shouting her out, yes, we're, we're just going to make it happen. Okay, we're going to make it happen. So we teamed up and we did a presentation on faith and mental health um, for um, my church. We were in a series on holistic health. So being healthy in your nutrition, your physical fitness, your mental health, um, getting your finances together, just getting our whole life together, right? Um, and if you come from a church background or a believer's background, I think it's so important to, to learn about biblical truths. Um, and I grew up in church, so I learn a lot. I grew up in that um, environment, but to be honest, I did not hear a lot of um, teachings on mental health and where did it fit in and, you know, believing in God, trusting in Jesus, relying on the Holy Spirit. Um, but where does mental health fall into that? And where do I fall into that if I struggle with my mental health? So, Let's get into it, and I really, really want to hear from you guys as well, your thoughts on this um, in the comments. This is not a replacement for professional psychotherapy or mental health counseling. If you need to talk to someone, I do strongly encourage you to um, find a therapist that um, would be able to help you walk through some things. But I do want to hear your thoughts um, uh, as appropriate uh, appropriately in the comment section as far as if you've had um, just thoughts about this. Where does mental health and faith, you know, uh, can it exist in the same room? Can it sit together on a couch and have a conversation? So let's get into it. So I know for me personal, I can share my own personal experience, right? Because I'm all about having rich conversations. I know for me personally, and for so many others, last year was, it was a lot, okay? We can we can all agree on that. We may not have agreed on so many other um, forums and, um, you know, different ideas, but with the pandemic, it is a known fact, whether you were researching it or not, um, anxiety and depression in the U.S. skyrocketed um, and some really at-risk groups were young adults, frontline workers, and adult caregivers to family members or a loved one. So these groups were um, really at high risk 
for suffering with um, depression, anxiety, and um, struggling with substance abuse. And I found, I found this all on the CDC website. So thank you, Center for Disease Control. I think I said that right. But anyway, so it's a known fact, whether you are working as a cashier or you're working as a teacher, we all felt this tension and this um, fear and we were isolated from our loved ones for a very long extended period. There was a shutdown and just life itself completely changed for all of us. And some of us don't do well with change or some of us don't do well with being cooped up inside. That was me. So if you could relate, let me know in the comment section. Um, being cooped up inside, being isolated, that was rough. Um, but just to share a little personal too, I went through a job transition and um, left the organization that I really enjoyed working for, for um, a long time. And um, I decided to do a change as I was trying to finish up school. Um, we, we moved, it was, it was a lot happening. Um, and then unexpectedly I was let go. I was let go and that was such a blow. And I knew people were going through it. You saw it all over the news. You talked to friends, people were um, laid off left to right. And I just, I, I didn't think I was immune to it, but now that I look back at it, maybe, maybe I did think I was immune to it, but either way it happened. And it really, um, put me in a place of just, just sadness and, um, definitely places, moments of depression and me second guessing my worth, my skills, my, you know, what I had to offer. Um, and it really put me in a dark place, um, to be honest. And I remember that I had access, I had access to a phenomenal therapist. And um, for me, I, I was ready to talk to someone about what I was going through. I was ready because I do think there has to be a level of readiness. But I do think there was a part of me that felt like, oh, you know, I love God, I serve God, um, but I'm in this really terrible funk that I can't seem to get out of on my own. So I'm really gonna have to like stretch myself to talk to someone who I don't know um, but they are professional and they are skilled in this area. And for me, a bonus was she loved God too. This was, my therapist is a Christian. And um, it, was, it was a beginning of a journey of hope for me. And I'm still on that journey, if I can be honest. Um, I gotta give her a call, I gotta schedule a session. I'm going to be really, really honest with you guys, but I was so grateful that I did start the journey. And one thing I want to share with people who are 
um, either Christian or you're someone of the faith and you are considering after this whole year and a half battle with COVID and mental health and the anxiety and the depression, if you're considering seeing a therapist, but you're also struggling with the shame of I'm a bad Christian or some way, somehow along the way, I failed. I failed as a child of God. I failed as a woman of God. I failed as a man of God because I was in that place too. I will be honest. I was like, man, I'm a woman of God. I'm, I'm a praying, strong black woman. <laughs> and here I am in this place, this dark place. And um, I just want to share this to encourage someone because I had to go almost like deep diving, you know, into the scriptures because as believers, we look to the scriptures for hope, for truth, for inspiration. And um, the book of Job, I've been in and out of the book of Job um, in the Old Testament throughout this whole pandemic situation. Because if you know anything about um, the character of Job, he was a wealthy man who loved God, but he lost everything. And I mean everything. He lost his children. He lost his wealth. He lost his, um, you know, just re respect. Like people, you know, look to this man as a, a holy, wealthy, prosperous man. And now they're looking at him like, oh, his life is terrible. Um, and we often reference Job as a story of hope and inspiration, but I think it's so easy, and this is just any patriarch of the faith, to overlook when they're going through a really rough time. So, took a deep dive into the book of Job, and chapter three, um, he says some really critical things. Um, chapter three, verse 11, he says, why did I not perish at birth? and die as I came from the womb. And a little bit down, it says on verse 20, why is light given to those in misery and life to the bitter of soul? To those who long for death that does not come, who search for a more than hidden treasure, who are filled with gladness and rejoice when they reach the grave. I don't know about you guys, but I'm looking at it through the lens of a therapist now, and I'm like, hmm, these are definitely some signs of suicidal thoughts, or what we call suicidal ideation. And I had never looked at Job as someone who uh, struggled with suicidal thoughts or you know, wanting to die until I was in a really dark place. Um, not to the point of taking my life, but I was just in a really dark place. And, and so being in that dark place allowed me to look at the book of Job with a completely different, different lens. Um, and there was another one, another verse in chapter six, verse 11, that says, what strength do I have that I should still hope? What prospects that I should be patient? Man, now we're seeing that he is uh, struggling with his patience. Because when you hear, um, you know, pastors or preachers or speakers talk about the book of Job, all you hear about is really, you know, he went through a little hard time, you know, he went through it. And then, um, you know, his friends came to see him, his wife nagged, and then God showed up and boom, you know, his life is back on track. But 
if you actually deep dive into the chapters and just kind of pull from his process, you'll see it was hard. Joe was going through it. Um, it was very, very hard. And again, these are obvious signs of, you know, sadness, depression, suicidal thoughts. And this is a character that we look to for hope, you know? So what is my point in saying all of this? Um, just looking at this story through a different lens and have going through what I went through, um, I realized that even some patriarchs of the faith, some, some leaders of the faith, people who inspire us, right? When we look to their stories and we're going through something, even they too have gone through something, but it doesn't make them a, a, a failure. It doesn't make them uh, someone who is not worthy of God's grace and love, right? Um, I love this shirt. I'm rocking my shirt today. Shouting out another friend, um, Desiree Ofori. She is the owner and lead creator of Decalise um, Art Studios. She has an Etsy shop. And I love this shirt. It says, grace yourself. Grace yourself. And it's every time I wear it, every time I see it, it's a reminder. Deborah, grace yourself. So whoever you are, grace yourself. Excuse me. If you're going through a rough season, um, if you're going through the COVID blues, depression, anxiety, um, whatever you're struggling with mentally right now, thoughts of stress, you know, these are things that so many of us are experiencing. And I want you to know, you don't have to feel guilty about that. You're not a bad person. You're not a failure. God is not mad at you because you're dealing with that. You're human, right? You're human. I'm human. It's time to grace yourself. Um, so that's what I love, love, love about this shirt. It's a great reminder. And I also wanted to share um, this psalm that was a great comfort to me, and I'll wrap up, um, from Psalm 93, when anxiety was great within me, your peace gave me joy. So even, you know, looking at the Psalms, the book, the Psalms, everyone, probably from multiple beliefs, have heard of the Psalms and, and gleaned from the book of Psalms and gleaned from the wisdom and the hope that is found in the book of Psalms. So again, my point here is if you are a believer, if you are, you know, someone who is trusting in God and, and really wanting to put, um, put your mental health in his hands, it is okay. It is okay. Maybe this is your sign to let you know you could be free from, you know, those thoughts of shame thinking you're a failed Christian, you know. Um, and something my friend said that was so, so, so good. I got to have her jump on here. Um, when we facilitate this class, Anastasia said, um, just because you struggle with your mental health does not mean you have lost your anointing. I was like, oh, she be preaching. She don't know she be preaching. She be preaching. But, um, I just thought that was so, so wise. So, so wise. And she does speak at churches, she speaks at universities. Um, she, she, you know, works with young women. She works with um, pastors and leaders. And I thought this was such, such a good driving point um, to remind people, remind believers that 
if you are struggling with your mental health, that does not mean that the Lord's hand has departed from you. Um, so if, you know, prayer is a way that helps you, um, pray about it, pray about it, but eventually you got to take action. You got to take that action, make the move and start, you know, looking into a therapist you would be comfortable working with along your healing journey. So I hope this was a rich conversation for you. I do want to keep it going. So I'm probably going to go ahead and invite my friend on here um, so we can talk some more about it. And um, I just think it's a great conversation to have amongst believers and just to get rid of any stigma in the church community, any stigma in the faith community in regard to your mental health and your faith. So thank you guys so much for joining me for another Rich Couch where we love to have rich relationships. We encourage rich conversation and we want to enrich your life. Bye. See you next time.